Welcome to the Moms Who Money podcast, where every week we chat about all things related to money, mom life, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Eileen Joy, and I am a money and mindset coach for moms, teaching you how to confidently go from living paycheck to paycheck to making money easy. Money doesn't have to be hard. It is possible to break the chains, and I'm going to show you how. Get ready to join the Moms Who Money. Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the family. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, I have an amazing episode for you. But before we get started, if you love what you hear today, would you please consider sharing the episode with someone that you care about? Also, share a screenshot and or the link to the show on your socials. It honestly could change another woman's life if they're looking for financial help and they didn't even know that this show existed. So please also consider rating the show five stars if you listen on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. It will literally take you one second to do. And if you listen on Apple iTunes, you also have the ability to write a review so that it helps other women just like you find the show. The more ratings and reviews that the show has, the algorithm will share the show with more women. And there's just too many women out there that want help with their money and they don't know where to find help. And we can all work together to help each other. Because of you, this show is rated in the top 5% out of the entire world top 5% worldwide. Isn't that amazing? So thank you so much for returning every single week and listening to the show and sharing it with the people that you care about. And always remember to tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so that I can see which episodes that you love. So many of the moms that I coach come to me not only because they're high achievers, but because they're trying to be the best single mom that they can be. And they know that finance is their next step. When you became a mom, there was no manual, right, on how to win at life and be a mom. So as a woman, you just take on everything and then you just keep piling it all on until you explode. Plus, if you're a single mom like me, then you're just expected to do it all and with a smile on your face and then never take time for yourself. Does that sound familiar? Well, I call BS on that. Personally, I've had my own fair share of struggles and my own breakdowns. And it mainly happens when I don't ask for help. When I feel like I have to take it all on and then just do it all by myself and perfectly, of course, this is when I feel like I'm on the struggle bus, right? And then the struggle bus is out of gas and then there's not a gas station for at least 50 miles. Can you relate? Being a mom isn't easy. And being a mom is sometimes a thankless job. And when you're a single mom, you rarely get days off. And you could even be married and feel like a single mom. I mean, really, depending upon your relationship and how your careers are structured, do you have a spouse that travels and is hardly home and then expects everything to just be taken care of? I mean, what's it like in your house? Are you doing the job on your own as a single mom? I mean, are you married? Are you dating? Does it matter? I mean, really, does it matter if you're just feeling stressed out, challenged, and lonely all the time? The second most common living arrangement for children in the United States is living in a home headed by a single mom. Obviously, the first is a two-parent household. And according to the 2022 U.S. Census Bureau, out of the 11 million single-parent families in the U.S., 80% of those are single-mom households. Isn't that amazing? Like, that's mind-blowing, right? And raising kids on your own or if you're co-parenting, it could be a roller coaster ride of financial worries and time management, total stress. And thing is, is that it is possible to be a mom, single or not, and live a thriving lifestyle. 
So thankfully, there's lots of ways to make being a single mom easier on yourself. Thankfully, there's lots of ways to make being a single mom easier on yourself. There really are. And whether or not you're doing it all, I have tips for you to help you stay organized, be financially independent, and raise well-adjusted kids without completely losing your mind. So taking control of your finances. When you're raising kids on a one-income household, it can really be challenging. And even if your money isn't tight, you need the right money mindset to keep your finances in check. And keeping track of everything can be stressful at times if you don't know what you're doing. So you simply just learning how to manage your financial life is going to take a huge load off of your shoulders. So starting a budget and keeping it updated is really the key, right? And it's really the keeping it updated part is the key. Have you ever tried to create a budget before? And then you just don't keep up with it, right? So it's not just creating a budget. It's the keeping up with it, right? And that's how you can end up with more month at the end of the money every single month, right? If you're not keeping up with it. So understanding how much money is coming in, how much is going out, is really going to help you to figure out if you need to cut back or, or and or, how much you can spend on extras during the month. And then putting your bills on auto pay. I teach all of my clients how to budget, how to keep it updated, and put everything on auto pay. And this way, you'll never miss a payment or pay late fees, right? Those are huge, right? Well, they can be. And it'll also save you time. You know, as moms, we're always looking to save time, right? We're all busy. So instead of sitting at your laptop and paying the bills one by one by one each month, you can set up auto pay and then have more time to spend with your kids or without them. (laughs) I mean, it could really feel scary to set it up because you don't normally manage your money this way. But once you're able to take control of your money in this way, you'll really see how easy everything becomes. And then taking advantage of tax credits. A lot of people don't really think about this, but make sure that you're taking advantage of tax breaks like the child tax credit and the child care tax credit. You can simply ask your CPA. Just ask your CPA to ensure that you're saving whatever money that you're entitled to when you're filing your taxes. And also ask your CPA about how you can claim even summer camp and other programs on your taxes as childcare. Your situation might even be more unique. So you might even have more credits available to you, but you don't know unless you ask. And if you don't ask, the answer is always no, right? (laughs) And then getting your kids involved in your finances, right? This is huge. We need to teach our kids about money because no one else is, right? And if you haven't listened to episode 59, Or if you did already and you need to remind yourself how to raise financially savvy kids, go listen and then go download my free guide, Six Steps to Raising Money Smart Kids at momswhomoney.com slash kids. The link is in the show notes, so you don't have to worry about writing it down. Just go down and click it. So many moms say that all their kids want to do is spend their money, right? And they can't get them to save anything. Well, we as their parents need to teach them how. And if they only see you spending their money, then they're going to do the same thing. Even if you are saving, but you're just not talking about it with them, they won't have a clue how to do it. So teaching them to save money for something, right? Something that they really want to buy is a better learning experience for them than for you just getting it for them, right? Or even asking their grandparents to get it for them, right? Like let's say they want to get like a PlayStation or something. You know, something on the little bit more expensive side or even Legos, like my son used to buy Legos. They're pretty expensive, right? They can save for their own things. 
And that way too, they can't, you know, they, they, they'll be like, mommy, can I have that? And then you won't have to say no. You can just be like, well, you can save for it. I mean, my 11-year-old son, he's now saving to buy his own car. And he's also planning to pay for his own college education. And so getting your kids involved in the money process is really key to having a healthy money mindset for themselves. And it will also help to set them up for life. And we have to change the narrative about money, right? First in our own minds and then teach our kids to become self-sufficient when they, when they become adults. And then discussing with them about what matters most to them when it comes to their own lives and what they value. And this will help to set them on the right path financially. And it will also bring you closer to each other. And when you hire me as your money coach, we'll focus on all this, right? And creating wealth, filling your bank accounts, becoming debt-free, and having fun. So you can stop living paycheck to paycheck, right? And then teach your kids how to have a healthy money mindset and set them up for life. And you can have all of this by simply going to my website, momswhomoney.com, set up a consultation with me, and we'll discuss where you are now, where you want to be, and how I can help you get there. And then use your support system, right? You have to have some type of support system that's going to make your life and childcare easier, right? They say it takes a village. And it does. Whether you're a single mom or not, it doesn't matter, right? You'll begin to realize that childcare usually involves many different people pitching in, right? And you might be surprised by how many other parents want to team up with you, right? And tackle childcare, right? All you need to do is ask around. It doesn't matter if you're single or not, but other single moms are more willing to help other single moms, Right. And it's so interesting to see how many moms actually resist asking for help. It's because we're all so stuck, right? We're stuck on wanting to do it all, do it all ourselves and do it perfectly. I even had a tough time with it myself. The first time that I asked for help from someone, I was so nervous that the other mom was going to say no. And like, how dare I ask her and, you know, tell me to never ask again. And now we take turns helping each other with all kinds of stuff. I mean, sometimes I drop my son off at her house so the kids can play while I'll go do errands or sometimes I've even gone home to take a nap, right? When I'm just completely exhausted and I just need a minute, right? And she'll drop her son off at my house so she can do whatever she needs. And our kids are great friends. So we help to create space for each other, right? It's just one way to ask for help. Just having a few good mom friends that you know will have your back if you just need help or even if you have an emergency. Right? It can make all the difference. You could try a sleepover exchange. And depending upon how old your kids are, you might want to create a group of friends between your kids that want to do sleepovers. Right? They call it a sleepover exchange. So basically, you take the group of kids for a sleepover one weekend night a month. And then each of the other moms does the same thing on the other weekends. And depending upon how many kids that you want in this group will depend upon how often you take the kids. So it could be once a month, it could be once every couple of months or, you know, however many kids there are. So this is just to get a break, right? And then your kids can have fun with their friends and then you can even go on a date if you're single or just a night in by yourself. And if your kids are old enough and they're ready for sleepovers, this can be a real game changer. And you can go out or do some time-consuming projects while being kid-free for a whole night. <laughs> and the bonus here is that the kids think it's all for them. Right? And they have a blast with their friends. And then you can start or even join a carpool. So maybe your kids play an after-school sport or have an after-school activity that they do together. 
right? So forming carpools where you can take turns driving the kiddos around. So you might only have to do it once a week or once a month, depending upon the amount of kids and the activity and how often it is. And this way you can be prepared ahead of time. And then when it's not your day, you'll get all that extra time to do those things on your to-do list. If you live near family, you might be able to rely on close family members. So, you know, if they're close by, you might be able to lean on them for help too. I mean, maybe grandma and grandpa can help out too. I mean, and you might worry that family members will be, you know, will feel taken advantage of. But older family members looking out for the youngest kids is like, it's a tradition that's been around forever. I mean, I even grew up spending a lot of time with my own grandparents and my son loves hanging out with his grandparents. And I know that they would do anything for him. So to put your own worries aside, you can have an honest conversation with them, right? And just see if they're willing to help you out. You got a 50-50 chance. (laughs) And you'll probably be surprised at how willing they are to help, even if it's just an afternoon here and there. And then get yourself organized, right? Being organized can really help you save the overwhelm, right? And then also kids love consistency, right? And then setting up a system. For your family. The systems really help to save you time, but it can but it can also help you avoid meltdowns, right? And and those unexpected curveballs that life likes to throw, right? And by meltdowns, I mean your meltdowns. <laughs> because when we're overwhelmed and things are gonna seem chaotic, I mean we all want to have a meltdown, right? And then try to get yourself on a daily routine and stick to it. I've been told that the way that I run my calendar is like no other. And kids really need to have some structure, right? They need structure, but they also need play. Sometimes we just really need to be on a daily schedule because it really helps everyone, especially if you have a larger family. And just to be able to get you and your kids out the door, right? Having that routine and having at this time we get up, this time we're going to get showered, we're going to get changed, get ourselves ready, have breakfast, make our lunches, get out the door, get on the bus, go, 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 right? And, you know, it's just having that routine right? Before school and after school. And on weekends too, and maybe you have the after school stuff, there's always something happening, right? There's, it's just, there's just always something. Kids do like that consistency of a routine, having it set up so that nothing's forgotten. Grab your backpack, grab your musical instrument, grab all the things. So we want to get on a daily routine and stick to it. It not only is helpful to you, but it's good for your kids as well. And creating a meal planning system This saved my life even before I became a mom. And I've always been busy. I mean, I swear, I have always been busy. And then becoming a mom just added so many layers of complexity to my meal planning. Because when he was a baby, I made most of his food from scratch, just basically using the same foods that I was already eating. And I still do that today. And life is so much simpler with meal prep. Once you can get it into that routine, right, setting up that routine, you can do it however it works for you and your family. Whether you want to make a one Costco run a month and stock up or shop weekly for your meals, I mean, it's so much easier to run a busy household when you have your meals prepped in advance. And the way that I do it is I just spend some time on Sundays prepping our food for the week. So that all I need to do is warm it up at mealtime. I make a ton of salad. So I make a salad ahead of time and then I just grab the container out of the fridge and serve. (laughs) It's that easy. It doesn't have to be complicated, right? You don't have to make these complicated recipes. You could even make pasta ahead of time and just put it in the freezer or the fridge. I mean, it, it, it helps with the chaos. It makes food shopping so much easier. You can stick to your budget. And if you have a larger family, you can make 
crockpot meals or one pot meals in the Dutch oven. I mean, and there's always going to be those pizza nights that are unavoidable, but trying to set yourself up for success ahead of time will help most of the time. And then assigning chores to your kids. Your kids need to help out, right? Plain and simple. Your kids have to help out around the house. And this helps them to start to really learn to take responsibility and ownership of things. And the more kids that you have, obviously, the more you could spread the jobs around, which makes it a lot easier on you, right? And little kids help you by cleaning up their toys at certain times, right? They could dust with Swiffers. Even if it's not perfect, they're learning, right? And as they get older, then they can clean their rooms. They can clean the bathroom, vacuum, sweep, do their own laundry, wash the dishes. They could do so much around the house. And then let them become involved in running the household. And just make it a non-negotiable. I mean, I can go on and on and on with more tips, but these are a great place to start. You could make the most out of these sanity savers, right? I mean, that's what I call them, sanity savers. Because any single mom knows that there just never seems to be enough time in the day. So when you learn how to prioritize and outsource, there's so many things that need to get done. This is the key to maintaining your sanity and helping you to stay on budget. So if you learned anything today, please share this episode on your social media and please share it with someone that you care about, right? I'm always here for you when you're ready for money coaching and I will help you every step of the way to reach your money goals. And if you like this episode, please be sure to rate five stars, leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please always share it with your friends. You sharing an episode of Moms Who Money could change someone's life forever. And thank you so much for being here today. I am so grateful for you. And please take a moment to thank yourself for being here today and just taking the time to invest in yourself. And remember that you are your own best investment. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.